This homily is about staying connected. This is a topic that should be of interest to most of us, because this is precisely what most people in the modern world spent most of their waking hours trying to do, stay connected. We live in an age right now of what's commonly called social media. As most of us are aware, the term social media refers to things like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and regular old email, the primary purpose of which is to help people stay connected to each other. However, the sad irony is, it doesn't seem to be working. In fact, generally speaking, it all seems to be having the exact opposite effect. It appears that the more social media options we have and the more we use, the more distant we tend to get from one another. Sometimes the more belligerent we become toward one another. That's become a real problem lately. Our social media are leading many of us to social isolation. Interfacing has become a common substitute for people-facing. Now don't get me wrong, interfacing isn't bad in and of itself. For example, I email people, I text people throughout the day. It's become a very important part of my priestly ministry. This kind of thing does become a problem when it almost totally replaces person-to-person -person contact, person-to-person -person interaction. Telling 10,000 people through Twitter that you're about to take a bath is not the same as actually having a conversation with another living, breathing human being. To really stay connected with other people, we've got to go beyond. We have to go beyond the kind of interaction we get through the social media. And believe it or not, something similar is true of our relationship with Jesus Christ. Our Lord calls himself the vine in today's Gospel text from John 15. And he refers to all of us as the branches. It's not a coincidence. The branches need the vine to live. We need Jesus Christ and his saving grace to live, to live eternally. But we also need the Lord for everything else in life, even for those things that we would normally refer to as natural. Jesus says here, apart from me, you can do nothing. Nothing. As St. Paul reminded the Athenians, in God we live and move and have our being. So a relationship with Jesus Christ can't be optional for us. At least it can't be optional if we want to reach our ultimate goal of heaven someday, and if we want to live this earthly life to the fullest. Now, most Catholics and other Christians would acknowledge this. They'd have no problem admitting that having a relationship with Jesus and staying connected to him is essential. The problem comes in actually building that relationship and sustaining it. Well, here's where the analogy of the vine and the branches and the analogy of the modern social media become very helpful. As I just said, Jesus makes the point here that our relationship with him is like the relationship of branches to a vine. Well, as every gardener will tell you, for a branch to remain on a vine and flourish and produce a lot of fruit, two things have got to happen. Number one, the branch has to avoid being cut off. Or if it does get cut off for some reason, it has to get grafted back on. And number two, it has to get enough nourishment. And that's precisely the way it is in the spiritual life. Branches, that is to say people, who produce great fruit for Jesus are people who, first of all, 
don't allow themselves to get cut off from the Lord through mortal sin. Or who, if they do get cut off, get grafted on again as soon as possible by making a good confession. Believe me, nothing pleases the devil more than when we either ignore or deny the serious sins in our lives. Because the devil knows those sins sever us from Jesus the vine. And think of how often this happens today. Serious sins like hatred and adultery and fornication and self-abuse and artificial birth control and homosexual activity. All of those things are now socially acceptable sins. They're committed a lot more than they're confessed, that's for sure. But avoiding and or dealing with mortal sin is only half the story. As Christian branches on the vine of Jesus, we also need nourishment, just like the branches in nature need nourishment. And this is where prayer comes into the picture. And it's also where we can learn a few lessons from the analogy with today's social media. I think it's safe to say that many Christians do send prayers, what I would call tweet-style prayers, or text message style prayers up to Jesus, and they do that every day. You know what I mean, the quick one-liners, those quick prayers. Jesus help me. Jesus heal me. Jesus give me strength. Jesus get me out of this mess and I'll never do anything bad for the rest of my life, I promise. There's nothing wrong with prayers like that. In fact, many of the great saints have talked about the importance of speaking to God throughout the day in precisely this way, especially by praising Him and thanking Him, professing our love for Him. But if that's as far as it goes, our relationship with Jesus is not going to amount to very much. Common sense should tell us that. Think about it, my brothers and sisters. If all you did was tweet and text message a particular friend without ever having a more extensive conversation with that person, how deep, how strong would your friendship be? They might know what time you took a bath every day, but that's about it. Staying connected to our earthly friends requires more than tweeting and texting. And so does staying connected to Jesus, the heavenly vine. But fear not, my friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ, as Catholics, we have all kinds of opportunities to do this. They're actually built into the very fabric of our religion. For example, I don't know about you, but I enjoy eating with my friends, my earthly friends, as often as I can. Well, as Catholics, we have the opportunity to dine with Jesus, at least once a week here at Mass, in order to intensify our connection to Him. Maybe you've never thought of Mass as dinner with Jesus, but in a very real sense, that's exactly what it is. And He Himself is our food. I also like to call my friends on the phone. I like to have conversations with them that are a lot longer and deeper than tweets. Doing that makes our friendship stronger. The same applies to our friendship with Jesus. This is why we need to have a regular prayer time. Every day. Prayer time that goes beyond those one-liner prayers I mentioned earlier. I would say at least 15 minutes of time, at the very least. But face-to-face -face contact with our friends is always the best. In a certain sense, isn't that what adoration is? As one man put it, when I go to Eucharistic adoration, I look at Jesus and he looks at me. There's a lot of truth in that statement.
And finally, there's the importance of our Christian friends in helping us stay connected to the Lord. Hopefully we all have Catholic friends, Christian friends, who keep us on the straight and narrow, who motivate us to do good and to love God and to serve the Lord. Here's an interesting question for you to ponder. What would have happened to Saul? What would have happened to Saul of Tarsus without his good friend Barnabas? As we heard in today's first reading a few moments ago, the Christians in Jerusalem wanted nothing to do with Saul, even after his conversion. They didn't trust him. They thought it was a charade, a hoax. They didn't believe he had really been converted. Only with Barnabas' help did all of that change. Barnabas talked to the apostles and somehow convinced them that Saul's conversion was real, that it was genuine. Without Barnabas, Saul of Tarsus might never have become St. Paul. So the bottom line is this. We live in a world right now where it's very hard to stay connected. It's hard to stay connected to our friends, develop strong relationships with them, even with all of our social media. And it's even harder to stay connected to Jesus and to develop a strong relationship with him. The good news is, both of those things are possible if we work at them every day.